Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is Building Our Future. This is a unique time in the history of St. Michael Church. God is calling us to take courageous steps forward. Together, we will build a future where the kingdom of God can be seen and known in new ways. As the psalmist says, send out your light and your truth that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. A reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 1 to 11. Now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaimed to you, which you in turn received, in which also you stand, through which also you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message that I proclaim to you, unless you have come to believe in vain. For I handed on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, and that He was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and His grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so you have come to believe. Here ends the reading. In Christianity, especially in the evangelical stream, there is a strong tradition of giving one's testimony. Giving one's testimony is being able to tell the story of how you came to know and follow Jesus. Generally, this has always been uncomfortable for Episcopalians. We prefer more subtle expressions of our faith. We are content to have folks see our faith through our actions and lives and priorities. We don't want to give our testimony. But giving our testimony is not about making a case for Jesus. It's not about articulating an apology, as we call it in the biz, about the merits of believing in God. We don't have to feel any responsibility for marketing Jesus to others or to be concerned about how successful our hit ratio is. Sharing our testimony is simply giving voice to our story. It's speaking to how God has been present to us. These stories are limitlessly unique in their form. Some of us come to know God's presence and action in our lives over a long, slowly evolving journey. Some of us have had a road to Damascus experience that significantly changed us and our relationship with God. One of the reasons our testimony is so powerful is because it is us speaking out of our hearts and our truth, not from talking points. The simple and slow burn and even dramatic stories of how we've known God do not call forward theological debate. They simply are. And it's amazing how many times the stories of our experience of God resonate with others. In our stories, they are able to make connection to similar experiences in their own lives. In our passage for today, Paul tells us that we are to proclaim what we have received. 
This references what the church has passed on to us, our worship, the stories of scripture, the understanding of the church that has evolved over time, the creeds, but it also means proclaiming what we have received personally and individually. How has God made himself known to us? What have we received from God? How has that shaped us into the people we are and the people we are becoming? Our own pain, struggles, joys, accomplishments, experiences of being held and fortified, these are gospel stories that can light the way for others. Near the end of our passage, Paul says, By the grace of God, I am who I am. So too we are, by the grace of God, who we are. We are unique. Our story is unique. When we see and experience the work and presence of God in our lives, there is something deep within us that actually hungers to share those experiences. We are created to give voice to God's presence and action in our lives. It is this testimony that we are called to first own and then share. Yes, we do this in our priorities and our relationships and our actions, but as followers of Jesus and part of God's people, we're also called to do so with our words and our testimony. At the end of the Emmaus resurrection story in Luke's gospel, when Jesus has vanished from the meal, Cleopas and his companion are trying to understand their experience. They say to one another, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road? We know that feeling, don't we? When our hearts burn within us as we find ourselves in the presence of witness to God. Our willingness to own and share our story of our journey with God might be what provides insight and words and hearts strangely warmed for others. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we pray that your grace may always proceed and follow us, that we may continually be given to good works through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. <music>